Welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries. We're glad that you're with us for today's Encouragement Podcast Series. Today we want to encourage ministers of all varieties of any denomination or independent church of the Christian faith to keep going and to consider all the great work that God might be doing through you. And so one of the ways that we do that is to bring in a special guest for our daily podcast and talk about the importance of ministry and to bring encouragement to you. My name is Brent Van Hook. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm the director of Shepherd's Fold Ministries. You can learn more about us at shepherdsfoldministries.com. Today, we want to welcome Joey Lankford. Now, Joey is uh, the leader, director of Cultivate, and I am honored, Joey, to have you as a special guest. So, hey, thank you for being our special guest on today's Shepherd's Fold podcast. Well, Brent, thanks for inviting me, and it's a pleasure to be here in snowy Tennessee today. That's right. It is snow. We're, we're snowed in a little bit here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the best thing. This is the best thing I could be doing. Uh, the farm's pretty froze down right now. So. <laughs> That's right. You are exactly right. Hey, um, I want our listeners to catch a glimpse of what's happening at Cultivate. So if you don't mind taking a couple of moments, tell us who you are, what you do, and especially give a couple of moments to explain what happens through the ministry for Christ through Cultivate. As, as you mentioned, I'm Joey, and I, I uh, in 2010, God called me from the healthcare sphere to, to missions. Uh, moved my family to Cape Town, South Africa, where we spent the next five years developing a food engagement platform uh, with greenhouses on the southern tip of the continent below Cape Town, about 30 miles, as a uh, job training program for people from folks from the townships into businesses there in the Cape Town area. And started growing tomatoes and, and uh, really grew uh, through the God's help and many others, a, a pretty significant production platform that gave a lot of food into insecure townships and food insecurity issues there in the local area, but also had a retail component that allowed us to get the, some, some retailers on board with selling the produce and, and providing a living wage for the individuals working. And came home in 2015, set up a nonprofit called Cultivate. And soon after that, with Governor Haslam and his commissioner Johnson here uh, over the ag department, started the discussions about what it would look for a similar nonprofit that food insecurity and food desert engagement, but also with a, a component of it that, that took people uh, in post-incarceration or struggling with a meth or opiate addiction, even alcoholism, and putting them in a work farming environment, uh, very rigorously built around a life-on-life discipleship and gave them a period of time to heal on the farm while engaging in social issues in the Middle Tennessee and Davidson County areas. And so, as, I, uh, it, as we've seen over the last five years, you know, it's just, it's been great to, to, to be a part of something that is uh, right now in, in our world and the changing dynamics politically and racially and, 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 and all the conversations that are going on. You know, people are hungry uh, every three or four hours, regardless of who they are or what denomination they're from. And so to be able to take uh, addicts and people just recently out of prison and put them to work in on a farm that produces food for those areas and allow them to uh, give back, if you will, uh, we've seen a lot of, of uh, real change in, in people. So uh, that's, a, that's a bit about Cultivate and sort of what we're doing now. And as I mentioned, the farm's pretty frozen. 
uh, right now, but we still we do have some greenhouses going and and uh, some tomatoes with with some heat sources to them. So we do do this year round. It's so exciting, so exciting to hear what God is doing through Cultivate. Thank you for the vision that you have sensed and discovered from the Lord that you have followed, and I'm so excited about about what you what you're doing and all that God is doing through you. Hey, uh, Joey, today we're going to be speaking to, we're speaking mainly to uh, ministers in terms of pastors, church staff, missionaries, and others who are involved with church work. And in these days and times, knowing you and your love for Christ and his church, I'm I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and I'd like to get your insights. Here's the first one. Why are ministers important? What comes to mind when I raise that question? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is in Africa and here, you know, I think it's become the more that I've waded into the waters of ministry, the more that I've seen that the the impact that all ministers make and the hope that all ministers bring and the light that all ministers give to their own little communities. Some of them, we all have different roles, but without the light that is illuminating from the farthest reaches of this world to the little communities like Brentwood, Tennessee, where I live, just as ministers are serving and giving their lives away. Look, we're having to be, we're having to change. We're having to be fluid with ministries. We're having to shut down churches, go online, bring them back on, you know, increase our food capacity for giving. We're having to do all kinds of things. But I think in these times, just, you know, ministry has never been easy. And people that have committed their lives to, to, to ministry have often found them throes in th- themselves in the throes of whatever current events are happening in this world. And I think now more than ever, or just as significant as any time before us, the ministers that are around are keeping people engaged and keeping the hope and the torch of Christ lit and alive. And regardless of whether people are just flocking or they're looking at it from a distance and questioning it. I think right now, more than ever, that light is shining because of the darkness. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's easy to see, and it's easier to see. You know, the darker that it gets in a room, the easier the light is to find. And I think that these ministers around, then I have friends that are pastors and executive pastors. Just got off the phone with one a few minutes ago, and I just, I know uh, some of the, the weight that they carry in these days, but I also hear in each one of them, the more that we talk and the more that we get into these issues of our current, uh, you know, climate, um, that th- I, re- I think we're all realizing, man, we are making a difference. We are making a difference little by little. But the darkness that sort of has enveloped us over the last 18 months, two years, has, has given us the, the space for our lights to shine even brighter. Wow, what a great answer. What good insights. Thank you. Thank you for that. Well, hey, you've alluded to some of the answer to this next question, but let's just take it a step (laughs) further down the road, all right? So in light of all that, why should ministers keep going and not give up? Ministers should keep going because it's our duty. Not only ministers, but Christians, I think, should step their game up. We don't retreat when times get heavy and dark. We, we step into that darkness and, and we step into the afflictions and we step into the pain of other people. That's what we've been doing since, since Christ. That's what we've been giving our lives and to and for. 
And, you know, I just, I think ministers now are more needed and necessary than ever. They, they have the, the anointing and the ability to heal and touch, to see and deliver, to, to do things that are just so important culturally right now that, that people will see us stepping up and stepping out and saying, it's okay. You know, there is hope in this darkness and there is no better time and there is no more urgent time and space than right now for ministers to step into their anointing, into their calling and speaking into the darkness with the hope and light of Christ. And that's why I think ministers need to keep going and never give up. Yes, 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 yes. So inspiring, Joey. Thank you. Hey, uh, in a few moments, we'll bring today's uh, podcast to a close. But before we do, is there one final word of encouragement that you'd like to bring to our listeners today? Absolutely. I I would just like to remind them that they work for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He was not caught by surprise by Corona. He was not caught by surprise by the election. And he knew before we were born what we were going to be in the time and space that we were going to be doing it in. And so I would press ahead, press on, knowing that there are brothers and sisters in Christ linked arm in arm all over this world, praying on their knees, seeking his faith, and continuing to spread his light in the hope of the gospel that we, that we carry it within us to a dark and broken world. And I just, uh, it's, it's just my honor to see the layers and layers of kingdom agents in this world that are marching the gospel forward. So press on, my friends. Oh, man. Yes, yes. Well, you've inspired us all today, Joey. And I want to thank you again for being our special guest on the Shepherd's Fold Encouragement podcast. Absolutely. And I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to do this and just appreciate the work you guys do at Shepherd's Fold.